TFU podcast another week another podcast biggie is here everyone you're you what's up folks riley here our boy ej is not here is that the uh fall sickies folks or we got the sam darnold mono Oof. who knows who knows ladies don't listen to that he's still a handsome guy all right you can still call him ernesto it's fine whatever you like but boy, it is good to have you here, Biggie. How you doing? Uh, another week is hopefully gonna pick up. It's a new week. You know, last week was a little bit of a nightmare. It marks the second time in a month my dog got stunked. Folks, if you're in Bayonne, watch out and have uh, any type of flashlight, whether it be a moving one or anything, and uh, you know, get those little fuckers because man, it feels like we're out in the woods or something. At least in your fucking backyard, man. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have that problem. I, 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 don't, I don't have that problem. You know what? It's the I got na- stray cats. It's the fucking neighborhood. It's the fucking neighborhood. You know, it's just the people. People just don't know when to clean up after themselves. So yeah, motherfuckers just will crawl in wherever they please. Uh, yeah, it's a little. It's a stinky mess. It's a stinky mess. <laughs> well, guess what? You know, it's also a stinky mess. What was that, Jay? That wild card race. Mm. Let's talk some baseball. My favorite thing in the whole entire world, baby. Take the floor. The NL wild card race. Ladies and gentlemen, your boy Riley said back in July to EJ and to all of you, watch out for the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers are now almost... In the top spot for the wild card. The Nationals have not been playing good. Milwaukee could very much take that number one spot. They have the wild card spot in general. They were a sleeper. Even with the MVP Christian Yelich. That they do not even have anymore. They have overcame. They keep winning. That team has playoff pedigree. I saw it coming. Last season was no fluke. If you ask me. It wasn't just Yelich. That was a team. Don't forget, Mike Boustakis has been there. There's other guys like Lorenzo Cain that have been there. They have won it. 
Milwaukee's not a not a slouch. Champions are on that team. Milwaukee has got in the race, ladies and gentlemen. Cubs, not so much. We've seen a mass collapse after the Javi Baez injury, and now the Chris Bryant injury. Everyone had the Cubs taking that wild card spot. I did. I thought it was I thought it was gonna be the same thing as last year. We're gonna be talking about the Cubs and we're gonna be talking about Milwaukee. Last year was for the division. Now we're talking about the wild card. And you know what? It's crazy how fast the Cubs have fallen within that time. With I mean, yeah, big injuries, huge injuries. But Kimbrell blowing up in the bullpen. Somebody who was a free agent most of the year. Now, is that strategy falling against him? Is he now in a spot where he may never be the same guy? He wasn't the same guy last year. Everyone remembers Gary Sanchez was very close to hitting that ball out of the park, keeping the Yankees in that series, in that elimination game. We fell on the wrong side of it, but Kimbrell was not good. Kimbrell's not good, and he's not good now. And you know what? Now they are falling completely out of this race. The AL. Oakland. Tampa Bay. And Cleveland. Close race. Close race. I do think Oakland and Tampa are going to be the teams. I think Oakland ultimately could be a team that could make a run. I have him as an underdog that has a chance to be the dog. They could be up against Houston. I like that matchup. Not to be a homer here. I don't think they have a shot against the Yankees. I, for some reason, I don't know what it is. It might be my instinct. It might be my belly. Oakland has a chance against Houston. It's, it's, it's happened this season. Where Oakland has gone into Houston. They've played well at home against Houston. Hey. Who knows. But our Yanks. AL division champs. AL East division champs. Everyone. Exciting stuff. It's been a couple years. We've been waiting for a division title. Since 2012. We finally got it. We clinched 100 wins on the same night. Aaron Boone got 200 wins. As a manager. It's fun and games. It's good stuff. But the fun and games, it's still going. We still have a race for home field. That's coming close. It's coming real close. I mean, listen, the Astros, Houston, they won't they won't shut off. They keep winning. Now their schedule's lighter. They're going to be playing the Mariners and the Angels, both away, both non-playoff teams. The Yankees, away. The Rays and Texas, and don't forget, in Texas, that is the last series in that ballpark. Well, I'm not feeling very good about clinching on home field advantage. Listen, got to be honest. I think it's going to be Yankees. Minnesota in that first round. 
Oakland, Houston in that first round. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an upset. I would not be surprised at all if Oakland just came out and upset the Houston Astros. The, they're the top team. They're the team everyone's been talking about, along with my Yankees. But it's a matchup thing. Everyone knows that. When you get into a five-game series, a seven-game series, it's how you match up. Now, Oakland's playing real good ball. I think that they're one of the hotter teams in baseball. Whether it be any sport. Football. Look, I'm a Giants fan too, so... By the way, I'm a little giddy right now. Because we have played some good ball on Sunday, besides for the freaking defense. The Giants were a wild card team in 2007. Football, mind you. Mind you. But they went on a run. They were the hottest team in, in football. And they beat the undefeated Patriots at 18-0 and won the Super Bowl. Sometimes it's not about being the best, but sometimes it's just about being the hottest. If you can go in on a hot streak and beat a talent that may, maybe maybe the talent looks down on you. Maybe the talent's saying, you know what, we could beat these guys easy. Now, I don't think any competitor would go in and say, Look at a team and just say, oh, we could beat these guys easy. Because everyone has a chance. These are all professional athletes. If any athlete thinks like that, they shouldn't be in the league, in my opinion. But there is that attitude there that we're this good, we can beat you easy. Oakland scrappy. It could happen. It can happen. But let's get back to the Yankees. We just got Stanton back. Stanton's hitting pretty damn well. Homered, doubled the other night. Wonderful. He's been hitting great. The lineup is going to get deeper over the weekend. Sanchez coming back. Edwin Encarnacion. A celebration. We'll be back. We got to see these guys before the postseason. I understand that's why they're putting them in. Great. We did the same thing with Severino. Severino has been pitching pretty damn well since he's come back off the I.L., um, but Tansis, we saw him for one appearance, and then he messed up his damn leg. He broke his damn leg. He broke his leg. And he, who God knows when he's coming back. I, who knows if he'll ever be a Yankee again. That's some crazy shit to think about. He's been on the Yankees for years, everyone. He might not even play in a Yankee uniform again after pitching one game this 2019 season against the Toronto Blue Jays, a non-playoff team. That sucks, man. That really sucks. I feel bad for the guy. He's always been a great player. He's always been a key piece in any Yankee team over the last couple years. Looks like he's gone. Unless the Yankees strike a deal with him, maybe he goes for a cheaper price, which could happen after an injury. I mean, we saw, uh, like I mentioned earlier, with Craig Kimbrell, um, it took it to, like, what, June or July for him to get signed. And he was a key free agent this year as a closer. Now, <laughs> Craig Kimball also struggled. Same thing as I'm, as I'm explaining with Patances is coming off an injury, you don't know what you're going to get from a guy. He's also pitched in one major league game. He was injured last season. 
I saw a rumor the other day. They they said the Mets. He's a New York guy. Oh, he'll stay with them. You know, the Mets need bullpen help. Who knows? He'll he can go there. If he goes there, great, whatever. But um, the Yankees are starting to build the playoff roster and build how the team is going to look. Um, for example, tonight we had Montgomery start the game, and then Sabathia came in relief. Sabathia's pitched his last major league start um, the other night. Again, another Yankee fixture. 2009 until now. Um, it didn't really hit me until I got to see that retirement ceremony and realized how many years he's been with this team and been so crucial. I mean, with 2009, we probably wouldn't have won that title without him. Um, there was a lot of guys on that team, but he was one of them, one of the bigger ones for sure. Um, but he's been a fixture as a Yankee and he's been a great teammate. Um, he's been through his struggles. He had, he went through that alcoholism, uh, battle. I think it was 2015. It was right before that AL wildcard game where we got eliminated. Um, but he's came back and he's been nothing but a great teammate. So cheers to CC. Best wishes in your retirement. Um, so yeah, they're building their roster towards the playoffs. Um, Hap could be in the bullpen. That could be a good move. He could pitch deep into the game. He's proven this season to go five or six. Um, I keep bringing this up every, almost every podcast, like every couple episodes. I liked what the Red Sox did last year. When they had Evaldi pitch deep in the game. That was that 17, 18 inning game. I forgot how long it actually was. But to have that long guy that can have good stuff and just keep going and going and going and going and not let up. Um, definitely adds a dynamic to the team that those short relievers can't provide. Um, yeah, you could tell a reliever to go two innings, three innings. Um, even the greats, I mean, it's proven after three innings. Those guys sometimes don't perform unless they're these special guys. Um, with Herman now suspended for his domestic violence, um, terrible. He's a fucking piece of shit. Um, honestly, I don't really, uh, don't condone that at all. I mean, I was even tough on Chapman when it happened, uh, when Chapman had his incident and I was kind of bummed out with my team that we picked up a guy like that. We took the risk on him. I mean, obviously it's paid off on the field, but still it's the morality of it. Um, now that Herman suspended, um, he's a non-factor. He should not even be mentioned, but it definitely changes the playoff roster. Um, we had an idea of him going as that long man. Same role as Sabathia. Same role as Hap. And then we had a right-handed power arm. And, and Herman had 18 wins this year. He was no slouch. Tremendous. I mean, no one... At the beginning of the season, nobody predicted Herman was going to have the season he had. But now, he goes down in infamy. For what he has done. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I mean, if all these allegations are true, I hope MLB does the right thing. They properly suspend them. And shit, I don't care if you don't have a career ever again. Because you hit a woman. You're a piece of shit. Um, so with that being said, um, I expect the Yankees to be playing Minnesota in that first round. Minnesota is another one of those scrappy teams that we did not expect to be as good as they are. Um, <laughs> there was a battle there midseason. The Yankees 
were going for this home run record. The Twins are going for the home run record. The Twins eventually beat the Yankees' old home run record, and then the Yankees got it back, and now it's just been constant. I mean, it's also proving the whole juiced ball thing that we've been talking about every freaking episode. Uh, shout out EJ. Um, but yeah, so like this is baseball now. I understand that, but now it's going to be interesting seeing these two sluggers of teams battle it out in the first round of the playoffs. The only thing is I say the Yankees are deeper, better contact hitters, they have guys off the bench. They're bullpen. They're going to win that series, I believe. Now, I don't want to get overly confident because when I get overly confident, my team loses. Don't want to be that Debbie Downer, but it's, it's fucking true. <laughs> it's fucking true. <laughs> so, I think that the Yankees will advance. The Astros will be playing the Oakland A's. I, like I said, I think that is a closer series than people think it's going to be. I think that if any team could beat Houston in the playoffs, besides the Yankees, that's the team. But either way, I think overall, though, with, with, with this all hyper, hypothetical stuff I'm saying, I think that the Astros will advance and play the Yankees in that second round. We've been expecting it. It's been built up and built up and built up. 2017 all over again. Except I think we're looking at a different team. The Yankees are no longer the dogs. The underdog that no one thought would come out and play a Game 7 of the ALCS. I was heartbroken that game, but I wasn't completely heartbroken. It was, it was a weird feeling that day. Um, I felt as if, wow, we made it. We made it all the way here. Um, I got to go to the wild card game. That was an absolute blessing. Um, I haven't heard the stadium that loud ever when Didi hit that home run in the first inning, that three run shot to tie the game after we got roped in the first inning. I've never heard the stadium that loud. I got to see a game against the Indians in the ALDS stadium was also loud. It was just amazing we were there. It was it felt almost like a dream. It felt like it felt like we were just floating on clouds. Um, but like I said, it felt like a dream. I didn't think it was gonna happen. This year is different. We feel like it's gonna happen. We feel like this team has gone through enough. I mean the injuries alone. We're now we're starting to get the guys back. Um, like we mentioned Stanton this whole time. Severino's he looks like Severino. Stanton looks like Stanton. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Matanzas is gone. We're getting Encarnacion this weekend, and Gary Sanchez, who has had an impeccable season, probably one of the best home run seasons as a catcher we have seen. And his defense, the one thing that I've continued continuously said, his defense has not been brought up at all. That's been a hot topic for like the last three years. Gary Sanchez can't get the ball. He just he just sits there and lets you go past him. These are like these old Italian guys I hear at the fucking corner store. Hey, the ball went past me. Hey, hey, and then guy, he can't even he can't even fucking he can't even catch a fucking uh, like a, a slider. It's like right there. I didn't do that. I bet you get pegged in the face too. <laughs> That's exactly how they say. Yeah, and so 
Gary Sanchez has improved a lot as a catcher. And let me say something. I'm proud of him for it. He got lashed the last couple of years for how bad he's played defensively. Good for you, man. Good for you. So it's good to see that. It's good to see the team develop into what it's developed into today. Um, we go on to the National League side. Um, things are still very interesting in the National League, too. As I mentioned earlier, Milwaukee. The Nationals, I thought, were a clear cut for that home wildcard game. They seem to fall off. They seem to <laughs> they seem to choke every damn year, man. Um, the good thing for them, though, today is that they were able to eliminate the Philadelphia Phillies at home. Bryce Harper, in the Phillies uniform, eliminated at the Nationals Park. Oh, my God. Amazing. If you're a Nationals fan, that's, that's incredible. That's exactly what you wanted. If you didn't want that, you're nuts. Because you know what? Bryce didn't really make you... Bryce turned down a major offer from you guys right when the offseason started. Huge offer. And he stayed a free agent deep. Almost, it was almost March, I believe. But he stayed there. And that was a that was a tough free agent process. But it proved he didn't want to sign back there. I don't know what was going on in your front office or whatever. But shit was shit was shit was bad. Uh, you got your Dodgers. The Dodgers are your number one seed. Pretty clear cut there. The Braves, your number two seed. Um, Milwaukee, like I said, they're still there in the central race. I don't think they're going to get it. Uh, I know that St. Louis is playing the Cubs over the weekend. That doesn't make a difference, in my opinion. I mean, the Cubs are completely out of this race. Like, I don't, I don't see them as a as a huge threat to the whole scope of that NL Central race. The cards got it. They're going to be the third seed. Your four seed, your five seed. That's where it's looking like, in my opinion, I think the Nationals will somehow hold on to home field advantage. Milwaukee will play them on the road in that wildcard game. Now, if the Nationals go Scherzer, which I would expect them to, they go Scherzer, right? They're going to shut down the Brewers without Christian Yelich. Like I said, I like the championship pedi- uh, pedigree from the guys in Milwaukee, Mustakis, Kane. They won a World Series before, but Scherzer, Scherzer. He's going to shut you down. He's going to make you cry, too. He's going to throw that nasty slider, and he's going to look at you with that one blue eye and that one green eye, and you're going to have nightmares for weeks. For weeks. And maybe another week after that. Um, but yeah, the National League, if those matchups set up the way they're setting up, Dodgers, I, I think they're already in the NLCS, in my opinion. I don't see either the Nationals or Milwaukee beating them. Personal opinion. Braves, Cardinals. Braves. Like the way they play ball. The young guys are playing well. They have a potential MVP candidate in Ronald Acuna. I don't think he wins it, but he's been playing pretty fucking well against the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they've been good throughout the whole season, but nothing that pops out. 
nothing that really scares you. I think they get eliminated. Then we're talking Dodgers. And we're talking Braves. I think the Dodgers make it to their third straight World Series. And they play either the Yankees or the Astros. Like I said, you notice I'm not making an opinion on that. I can't. I'm going to be biased. Sorry. Can't make an opinion on that. Love my team. And the Astros are fucking good. I'm not going to lie. I got to go with what my gut is telling me. And I can't say it out loud. Because I don't want to jinx something. Because when I say shit out loud, as I said earlier, shit is not going well, guys. But with that being said, the wild card, the division races, the Yankees as a team, it's all setting up as we thought it. It's 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 kind of setting up the way we thought it would too. You know, if we started from episode one and we started to where we are today, it's kind of setting up to the scenarios that we kind of expected. Now, the playoffs are the playoffs. We've seen some beautiful moments over the years. As a baseball fan, I want to see it. That's what I live for. I love I love watching October baseball. Who doesn't? When that air starts getting cold and I start wearing my sweaters, I ordered a nice Yankees sweater uh, the other day. Splurged a little bit. Spent some money because um, I never do. I like to save my money. I like to be a good boy. Uh, you know what? I had to. Had to wear the Yankees postseason sweater to bring the good vibes into the postseason. Now, speaking of good vibes, as I'm recording, Jason Rouse walked in, known as Uncle Jay. He has a performance on Thursday at JC Studios with his band Cruelty. Silas Side will be there as well. Check him out. But the reason I bring that up is because EJ brings up all the time about how he went to the game with you two, and we lost. Now, I'm going to address the issue while we're here. We're recording, we're addressing it. Oh, no. So things are bad luck? A little bit, but, like, you guys are, in my mind, I think it's all right. Like, I think that you guys are, I think that you guys can change the culture. Like, I think that, that that was just a fluke. That was a fluke. I mean, I ain't about superstitions for, like, individual fans. I've been to, like, 10 Yankees games, and it's gone either way, either way. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ho- I think I think Homie was just worried about all the money we spent and all that. He's like, oh, they still lost anyway. Yeah, I get it. Like, it's it's a great experience. I think we got to consider some postseason games with these guys. EJ, I want your feedback on that. You're going to hear it tomorrow. Post on social media. Let everybody know who's listening how you feel about it. And maybe we could start a vote. Maybe we could start an Instagram vote on do we let Eric and Morales and and David too, Murdoch, do we let them back at the Yankee Stadium for the postseason? I mean, if we were like nowhere near the fucking postseason, I mean, I could kind of understand that, but it's like they made it anyway. They made it. They're there, but like I'm saying, what's the point of us being banned? I'm saying the actual games. I mean, in EJ's defense, like they they got creamed though, like. They, yeah, it was but, so, like I from, mean, from inning one all the way to the end, it was just like point fest. That was the, the famous inside. Mike Ford game. I was just gonna say, yeah. I hate to bring up a uh, stereotypical SFU reference. Yeah, we. I mean, listen, EJ would be mad at me if I didn't bring up Mike Ford. Um, but 
forgot to. Yeah. I also forgot to bring up Nick Cassianos when I was bringing up the Cubs sucking. Oh yeah, you totally forgot. Now that I now that I said that, he's probably going to hit a home run every game this week until the Cubs actually get eliminated. He's just going to hear that you saying that you don't think the Cubs are going to make it, and then they're going to make gonna the match. Yeah. be like, all right, let me warm up. Right yeah, because whenever we talk shit about the guy, he does pretty damn well. Uh, shout out Kevin Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, we we got to go to the game with Kevin last week, and. Uh, I pissed outside in his honor just like five minutes ago. <laughs> God bless him. Um, so Kev defends Nick Cassianos to to the high heavens, and uh, he kind of showed us the way of Nick Cassianos, the church of Nick Cassianos. Uh, so we have a postseason episode next week. That's exciting. I mean, listen, we're gonna have a result to probably the NL wild card game. And then the AL wild card game will be next Wednesday. And then the Yankees will probably play next Friday or Saturday, I believe. Exciting stuff, guys. We're finally here. We're finally at the best point of the baseball year. I got chills thinking about it, guys. This could be the year. The promised land could be ahead of us. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to hang out with these guys. I'm going to continue drinking my glass of wine. Love you all. God bless. Biggie, tell them something. All right. For all those that want to find the SCFU podcast, you can go on Instagram at the SCFU podcast. I believe we also have a Facebook SCFU podcast. And, uh, you know, give us some love on Spotify. Also, too, I want to apologize as the... Uh, semi-producer, or, well, the main producer of the show, um, that the uh, SoundCloud has been crapping out. So by the end of tomorrow, you'll see all the episodes on SoundCloud. So Yeah, man, be, a, be an engineer and get that shit done. Yeah, I'm going to get that shit done. Done! But- all right, so signing off. Love you. God bless. S-T-F-U! S-T-F-U!